You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ, the FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. You have to click on that in order for the show to get credit for that, and I so appreciate you doing that. Um, At the bottom of katedallyradio.com, where the sponsors are, order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate, and also I take magnesium. I take both every single day and work your way up on copper. Start out with uh, taking one, that's two milligrams, and then work your way up till you're taking about three or four of those a day. It is an amazing thing to absolutely have copper back in your body. You'll see. (laughs) So trust me on this one. Go to FIQ. You'll love me for this. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I will continue to take this balance of nature. I love it. And um, if it keeps me going, then I'm all for it. (laughs) We are healthy because we take balance of nature. We feel energetic. I get up just before 7 o'clock every morning. We are enjoying health. And uh, I tell everybody about it. I am a pastor. God wants for us to be healthy and take care. Of our bodies. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1 800 2468 751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1 800 2468 751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1 800 2468 751 and get this special offer by using discount code KATE. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Good. Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. But now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing, and you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code KATE, K-A-T-E, to help the show, but also to get your buy one, get one free pillow with the new patented technology. And guess what? You can get through a whole night. You won't be sweating through the night. In fact, it keeps your neck and head really cool, and you're going to love the new patented technology on this 2.0 pillow. Get one. You're going to love it. I'm serious. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, you guys. My name's Joe. I like bribing the Ukraine, hair sniffing, and other things. I think, uh, whatever the thing is, where am I? The Kate Daly Show starts now. greenhouse gas pollution would be below you. We're still putting 162 million tons into it every single day. And the accumulated amount is now trapping as much extra heat as would be released by 600,000 Hiroshima-class atomic bombs exploding every single day on the Earth. That's what's boiling the oceans, creating these atmospheric rivers and the rain bombs and sucking the moisture out of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees 
is predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. Okay, any questions? No? Good. Carry on. Everything's connected. There'd be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. Everything's connected. There'd be no climate crisis if it wasn't for racism. Climate change is the explanations for it, like Jane Fonda said, for it's because of racism, has um, become as oddly strange and funny as the um, repeated reasons for myocarditis suddenly exploding in the United States. Hi, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm, I'm really good and I'm excited. Why are you excited? I'm excited because I've heard, and I'm, uh-huh. I haven't vetted it yet. <laughs> okay. But I heard yeah. that there's a bill right. in Congress uh-huh. to spend $500 billion uh-huh. to find Plymouth Rock, <laughs> which has been submerged when the oceans <laughs> rose. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm, wow, that just makes my whole day. I've yeah. been worried about that. I've and been wondering. Yes, yeah, somebody has already yeah. posted, though. They tripped over it just last <laughs> week. <Yeah. laughs> That's about the size of it. Mm-hmm. That's about how this stuff goes down. You know, um, yesterday, and I, I'm not going to make fun of, I don't like to make, I really don't like to make fun of people on this show. I, um, I like to make fun of sometimes the things they say. Yeah. Right? There's a clear difference, right? Okay. Absolutely. Clear difference. Um, so I have a couple things to share with you. One, uh, the money that we embezzled from the feds. I'm going I'm to talk about that. And uh, we're going to talk about um, hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I get a letter from somebody. And this letter is going on and on and on about all the sacrifices the city workers have made. How sad their lives must be because they have 30-year-old equipment. It's so so odd that they say that, too, because I always see the brand new trucks. But anyways, you know, with our tax dollar money, $500 million goes a long way, and they spend a lot of money on the city, okay? But this person, we did a show yesterday where we talked about the fact that um, Lori over at St. George City said that they were raising the rates for electricity due to... The drought that yeah. we're in. Um, we're not in a drought, Lori. Lori? <laughs> we're, we're seriously not in a drought, so that would be a very bad explanation. So we made fun of that because it's ridiculous. And truly, that's a ridiculous statement, okay? Um, so out there, somebody heard a totally different show that we didn't do. <laughs> and the show was all about how we were copying on like, Bad city employees. I'm yeah. sorry. Did we even mention the employees? The Not whole. A bit. I didn't think so. Whenever we talk, it's usually about the administration that's making the rules. Mm-hmm. 
when we talk about teachers, we usually concentrate on the boards. We usually concentrate on the administration. Um, when we talk about the city, we talk about the ridiculous mayor that we have. We talk about um, and how she never ever shows up to any of the meetings anymore if she thinks people are going to be there, oh, that yeah. kind of thing, right? So we make fun of that. And we talk about the asinine city council members that do and say asinine things. They don't know the role of government. We talk about the administration. I don't think I've ever mentioned in my entire 12 years on the show, the city employees. No. Have I? I don't need, why would I? I have no bone to pick. Never. I mean, they're just doing their job. They were hired and and to no fault of theirs, they're just, they're hired and they do their job. Okay. And then some of them do it well, I'm sure. Great. Yeah. Good for you. I'm so happy. Now, we did comment about the fact that the administration wanted you to wear I Love St. George t-shirts and compel you to work uh, for marathons that we're not supposed to be paying you to work for. But that was not about the employees. Yes, yes. And this person said, you know, we try to be frugal and we treat those dollars, you know, as if they're the customers. Honey, those are tax they, dollars. They are the customers. <laughs> this is the level of stupidity, right? And uh, and so this person just went on and wrote me a very long-winded message about how we falsely portray city workers and how um, they go the extra mile. And I wish I had a violin to play right now with empathy and respect. Honey, we never said that uh, you don't have any empathy or respect. And I don't know why you need that in the utility job, but okay. Um, so it went on and on and on to tell us how dare we <laughs> talk about the city labor. I never mentioned the city labor. Not a bit. Not even a little. How ridiculous. That person got a whole different show out of what we were talking about, but this happens a lot. Yeah, they people they, in their minds feel attacked because right. I don't know they're wussbaggy or whatever their problem is, and they want to see an attack. They want us to attack them. I guess yeah. I don't know. They take something them. they heard, <laughs> twist it, and yeah. then take it personal. How dare I say that about Lori? <clears throat> Lori is a wonderful person. Nobody said she wasn't, but she made an idiotic statement. I'm really sorry, but she did. She's responsible for saying, and I quote, right? There was a quote. I can't quote yeah. it right now. I don't have the article. It up. was an exact quote. It was bro. an exact quote from her that the reason they had to increase by 8% the electricity <laughs> rates for the city of St. George was because of the drought. Yeah. Now, that's asinine. <laughs> Who says that? So, if somebody's going to quote themselves in the newspaper, the newspaper's going to quote them, I'm going to say it. Okay, I don't. Uh, Lori might be a wonderful person. It doesn't matter. It has nothing to do with the comments she made about drought or her assertion that drought was the reason. Come on, give me a yeah, break. And even if it was true, wouldn't oh, it be gosh. more true in the summer? Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> one would think. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so this was all about how they go the extra mile and they're so kind. Nobody said you weren't, and. Uh, and how they have given service on the job. Everybody gives service on the job. So many people out there working so hard, helping people left and right. Mm -hmm. St. George City doesn't have a, you know, a hold on that, okay? Lots of people out there working hard. We never, hardly ever even mention the labor. No. Nope. Has nothing to do with anything. This is the kind of mail I get, though. And I, I have to laugh because these people are so idiotic. And, and so, <laughs> it's people that write me. So I said back, stick to the actual issue I was talking about. What we're talking about is the increase in taxes, okay? And they do it on a whim. Mm -hmm. And to blame it on drought is one of the most asinine statements. So if you're blaming it on drought, you might want to 
maybe reexamine your job and your usefulness in your job. Okay. Doesn't mean the person doesn't have empathy. <laughs> it just means that if you're claiming drought, somebody told you to say that and they were wrong and it's ridiculous. Um, but uh, don't try to knock people down. Okay. And I had a, another person say, why don't I have liberals on the show to counter the um, demonization of government on the show because we talk about government so much because of all of the thieves and robber barons that we have in government with nice faces and, and nice families. And they pass themselves off as um, really authentic, wonderful government workers, but they're not. Okay. I mean, politicians. And um, this is this is the answer to that. Okay. If you're wondering why we don't. Why, why do we need to? You have newspapers, you have magazines, and you have every other show in the state of Utah talking about the narrative. So why do I need a counterpart here? My counterpart is all of media in southern Utah and throughout Utah in this hour. My, that is my intent. Oh, my gosh. I'm one of the only people that we're actually, Uncle Milty and I are actually talking the truth. Yeah. Good grief. In the rare case, when we invite a progressive, uh-huh. they refuse. I know. They, because they, do. they can't face Mm-mm. the truth. Yeah, because the truth is we were supposed to have limited government. And when you love government and you're a liberal and a Republican that loves government, because they do then they don't have anything to shore up their reasoning. There's no foundation. There's no principle at the, at the base of what they're trying to sell you. And so it's hard to get people on the show like that. But you know what? You could listen to my show, and then for the next 22 hours, you what? can go listen to everybody else. There's yeah. the counter argument. <laughs> so we pretty much cleared that one up. I don't need a counter because we are one of the only ones. That will even bring this up and name names. And I'm glad we name names. Because, you know, for a long time, I was hesitant to name names, to be honest with you. You don't want to tick everyone off. And then I went, why am I protecting these people? Why am I protecting them? They're stealing from you blind. Why, why, why protect people like that? So when I go places, I get the evil eye. Do you get the evil eye? All the time. Yeah. We get the evil eye. Um, and that's okay. I don't need to be friends with thieves and robber barons. I don't need to be friends with them. I don't want to be. To me, they're kind of grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. I have no desire to be friends they're with They're selling us people. a box of rocks. They're, they're smiling and stabbing you guys in the back. Why do I want to be friends with these people? No, I'm going to out them. And even if they're your favorite, I don't care because they need to be outed. And Good grief. And the fact is that when things hit the fan, mm-hmm. those people are going to go and steal what you have so they can survive. That's the character level. No, they, a there's lot of an executive that are in politics. order. Yes, they an can. An executive order yeah. gives the government the yeah. power to come and take your yeah. food and give it to somebody else. Yeah. Come on. We have a, a lot of people in government that are swindlers. And they will tell you everything you want to hear. They're bought by pharma. They're into taking away your Second Amendment. Those are two state senators right there. Um, If we don't out them and we don't say what they're doing, then the 24-hour mainstream media cycle is what wins. Because we don't have any newspapers in town that'll point out and ask questions. When it came to the $500 million budget, 
Not one newspaper in our entire town said, why are you spending $500 million? Not one. They didn't say a thing about it. They didn't even look into it. They let the mayors be quoted as saying, well, we need this, Michelle Randall. We need this. We just need every dollar. Really? $500 million? Why? Why do you need that money? We're too small for that in St. George. Anyway, we'll be right back. We have a lot more. I have have a great clip to play for you. You must listen to coming up. Talks a lot about the money we stole or the money we embezzled for the feds. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. My, oh, my, what a wonderful day. Plenty of sunshine in my way. Mr. Bluebird's on my shoulder. It's the truth. It's actual. Everything is satisfactory. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. I like to play music. They like to ban. And this was back in the newscasts today. So, of course, we're going to play Song of the South. Why wouldn't we? Uh, welcome back to the show. I got Uncle Milty, who's really happy today. Yeah. Mm. And uh, I also wanted to mention, um, well, a couple of things. LibertyYouthAcademy.org. Get your kid over there. Don't even hesitate. Get him out of public school. Um, because you need to. The Ugly Door Contest at GarageDoorsOnly.com. Get your pictures in. It's ending soon. Um, uh, garage uh, Ugly Door Contest at GarageDoorsOnly.com. Okay. Three words and three words. Ugly door contest at garagedoorsonly.com. Get them in there. They have the best prices, best service. Colin was excellent, uh, knowledgeable, professional, personal, high integrity. This is the kind of reviews they get all the time. They're excellent. Best prices, best service. Oh, my gosh. They're just doing amazing things, commercial and residential. Um, So get them over there, okay? And uh, you'll love them. And... They're giving away a free garage door. So more reason to send your pictures to ugly door contest at garage doors only, but you got to hurry. Um, I just, it, 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 it drives me crazy to receive mail when people want to interpret the show. And that's why I mentioned that email. Um, you know, if you want to hear what you want to hear, I guess, I guess people will do that. Right. I guess I can't oh, yeah. stop that. Um, somebody wants to hear that we're berating <laughs> city workers. We never even mentioned them. No, they never even came up in our conversation yesterday. That's why it always strikes me. It's like, are you that weird that you <laughs> think you heard all these things that we you didn't hear? I don't know, but very strange. Um, I actually like uh, the labor force out there, and we say this all the time because we really appreciate the work they do. That's why I dedicate shows to you know what's the best place to go get this or that, or mm-hmm. I let people call in with their businesses because I believe in small business. Now, people that work for government, it's dip- more difficult, but the administration tells them what to do. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention that um, it just gets a little hard sometimes because uh, people are funny. They just, they want to feel attacked. I think we're just so into this victimhood mentality. I really, that's what it really That's what it on. is. Um, <clears throat> and I was just going to mention something. What was it? Um, oh, Lowry Snow needed some good press, I guess. So um, um, I'm guessing he had Stan Rasmussen from Salt Lake City, a public policy think tank called Sutherland Institute. 
um, Stan Rasmussen um, sent a piece to the local news here. He's the vice president of government affairs because I guess Lowry needed some good press. Wow. What a letter to the editor. Um, How we're so valued for uh, how we need to value Lowry Snow and all of his years creating totally horrible bills and spending a ton of your money and calling it a legacy. That's amazing. Um, And he said, it's a thankless job. Um, I'm sorry. Really? No, it's not. You get a lot of power. You get a lot of, uh, you know, inside scoops. You get a lot of everything. What are you talking about? A thankless job. People love to stay in government just like he did forever. And he's not a public servant when you're working for um, the legislature. He also gave us $10 million preschool because he loves the government so much. He wanted your hooks into your gu- into your kids at three years old. He also told us uh, he went to the mock uh, con- state uh, con con that we had and thought it was amazing that we were debating how to talk about God again in yeah. our, you know, in the in the uh, mock uh, con con. I mean, the guy was ridiculous as a legislator. We talked about the stupid bills he wrote all the time. Yep. We showcased to you what he was doing to ruin Utah legacy. Oh, this guy just raved about him. So I wonder, is he running for office again or is he bucking for a new position? Because why else would you have somebody from a public policy think tank in Salt Lake have to go to your editor for your local paper and write a good piece about you that slobbers all over you and isn't honest? Good grief. Anyway, so enough of that. I mean, we, we've already talked about Lowry Snow and his horrible, horrible legislative score and career for the last 10 years. Anyway. Ugh. The ugh. Sutherland Institute is interesting, too. Yeah. Not founded in 1995. Right. <clears throat> so they're not that old. Right. And they, one of their issues is advocating for increased charity health care. Right. That sounds pretty conservative. <laughs> oh gosh, I mean, he must have really needed some good press because this is a this is good press. It's a letter to the editor, and it, it just slobbers endlessly. I mean, you should read it. It's sickening. It's like a sugar fest. Um, oh, his public service. Public. When is it public service when they're writing bills against your liberty? When is that public service? And by the way, he was on every single side of the party. Oh, the party wanted him to vote a certain way. He very rarely went outside the party in what they asked him to do. I mean, he was a good little soldier, and that's why he lasted for a decade mm-hmm. or more. So, ridiculous career. Anyway, I can't stand the slobber fest. They're not honest. Um, let's, let's talk. I want to play a clip from Morgan Philpot. Morgan Philpot did a great fireside. If you don't know what firesides are, you need to understand uh, the Latter-day Saint people. We have firesides. People speak. And, and, but, but, but Morgan has a different take because he was a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's also the one that put Ammon Bundy in front of a liberal very liberal jury in the heart of Portland, Oregon, and got him off completely. In fact, totally, you know, not even, I mean, not even, I mean, just absolutely got hit. That jury voted for Ammon. They loved Ammon after Morgan and Ammon were done and uh, all the, and, and the same thing in Nevada. They actually got the case dismissed with prejudice. Uh, they won the case with prejudice, with prejudice for a very liberal judge. So he does a great job. He also ran for governor. And I want, I want to focus on his thoughts <clears throat> solely about cities, mayors, the organizations they belong to, and also the um, money that we embezzled from the feds for COVID. Because this will surprise you. Here's Morgan Philpott. 
And model laws come from outside the state of Utah. So when 2020 hit, I looked at COVID, the COVID response, and I went, this is uh, the product of model laws. And model laws, if subtly laid, trigger other laws to create outcomes that are hidden from the average person. So for example, when we do an executive order like we did in the state of Utah, it triggers other things. It cites certain codes, and those codes get us to, from a state of emergency to, what did we go into? Martial law. We were in martial law in Utah. Then, if, if it wasn't, and where did the legislature cheat on my wife? She decided. That was a clip that was taken out of context. He did not cheat on his wife. Let me go to the actual clip here. Sorry about that. I was kind of slicing through to find this yeah. clip. Sorry about that. Here we go. Then, if, if it wasn't, where okay. Maybe, but did you know that our legislators belong to organizations like the NCSL, National Council of uh, National Conference of State Legislatures, uh, ALEC, American Legislative Exchange Council? Anybody here live in a city, have a mayor? Do you know your mayors belong to two organizations, the League of Cities and Towns and a National Association of Mayors? Do you know who pays the dues for your politicians to belong to a political union? You do. Since when do we allow our politicians to join political unions that we pay for? Wow. Hey, Morgan, the mayor of Orem did not join the League of Cities and Towns. The whole city did not? Yeah, he, he said he would not because he knew what it was. <laughs> that, you know who the last city was to do that in Utah? Laverkin. Laverkin, Utah. They're the UN Free Zone. UN Free Zone. Cool. <laughs> And they got all this black. I mean, they made like national news. That's amazing. So, so those are you know, model laws come from these organizations that are outside the state of Utah. Anybody ever heard of the Building Code? Where does the Building Code come from? Planning and Zoning Department. They don't make it up. The Utah legislature does. And the Utah legislature is so ignorant of the building code that they don't even put the building code into law. You know what they do? Reference. They generally reference a set of international codes that they adopt into Utah's state without even reading them. <clears throat> Pass them right down to your cities and counties and make your cities and counties adopt an international building code that none of us have anything to do with. Now, try to go get access to that building code, and guess what? Hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to even get into that code. You can't even go read it. Okay, he's right. Am I right? Very he's right. right. Okay, and uh, it's really important, so listen to this. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna build a home. Woohoo! I'm gonna be free. I start to build my home in the county in Timbuktu, Utah, comes out and says, oh, yeah. No, you can't build that. Like, no, I can't. God told me to come here. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't really care. That just makes you crazy. <laughs> you have this building code here that says you can't build that. I'm like, no, I'm serious. God really told me to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we might have to have you see somebody for that. If you build your house without our permission, according to our codes, we will come and arrest you. That is true. Then they also proceeded to tell him that the reasoning behind it was that, well, we if you're rural like that and you're out there in the middle of nowhere, 
um, and you feel like you want to live out there, we can't get an ambulance to you if you ever needed one. Hmm. And he goes, that's okay. Just let me die. I, I don't need your, <laughs> I don't need your ambulance. Oh no, that's illegal. We can't do that. We have to be able to really? get to you. Yes. We have to be able to get to you. It's, it's illegal for <laughs> us to let you make your own oh, decisions. Yes. That's how bad it is. Yeah. That's how twisted it is. And he's right about that. And it's a really sad state of affairs that we're in that we don't understand. What happens if we got to send an ambulance out to you? And I said to him, I said, just, you can just let me die. See? I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right, we can't do that. It's illegal. Yep. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. So, you know what? Um, th- those are model laws. And model laws come from outside the state of Utah. So when 2020 hit, I looked at COVID, the COVID response, and I went, this is uh, the product of model laws. And model laws, if subtly laid, trigger other laws to create outcomes that are hidden from the average person. A lot was So, for hidden. example, when we do an executive order like we did in the state of Utah, it triggers other things. It cites certain codes, and those codes get us to, from a state of emergency to, what did we go into? Martial law. I'll cut it right there because I'll come back and we'll talk about the uh, federal money that Cox uh, uh, took for COVID because it is it is a rather interesting statement. You'll want to listen to that. But what he's saying is so true. Model laws are these laws that um, show up. We don't. They're international laws that they adopt. And the cities of, of uh, the, the towns. Um, yes. Mayors belong to those. Yeah. Governors belong to their governor association. Why? Um, the mayors belong to these organizations, the, the, what is it? Cities for leagues. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway. Yeah. He's dead on. Sister cities. What do do they have to go to? There's no reason for it. Another country to see Uh, a city. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, absolutely no reason for it. And the reason he was mentioning his wife. No, he did not cheat on his wife. The reason he was mentioning that is because you have. God's laws, you have laws we create. And in, in Utah, when you divorce, you have to divorce under reconcile, you know, irreconcilable differences. Right. You can't say, well, the person committed adultery and get a divorce, right? You have to say that it was, it was differences. Yeah. And that's what he was referring to was the type of law, not that he was involved in that, but the type of law. So I need to say that because <laughs> that clip sounded really bad out of context. We'll be right back. on the- Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. supposed to play that's the lovely kate smith 1943 singing god bless america she has a great job doesn't mm-hmm. she i love censorship don't you we don't like it at this show <laughs> so welcome back uh, to the show southwest vision you guys are the best in my book for uh sun for sunglasses regular glasses um uh, the lenses are amazing. I can't say enough about the service. They are just do a, an impeccable job, and they make you feel like family. Southwest Vision, hat tip to you. Also, this event tonight, this event tonight at 6.30 at the Electric Theater, and two wonderful guests, 
um, going around nationally talking about election fraud talking about how much we have of it. So funny to me. Um, so tonight, 6.30, be there. The doors open at 6.15. Get your seat. It's going to fill up. So it's going to be a great event tonight. Isn't that new? Mm-hmm. Events like this at the Electric Theater? Yeah, kind of strange. I mean, the yeah. city's owned it for yeah, quite a while. I know. But then they weren't really doing much with it. No. To justify no. their $5 million. Yeah, so, until people started saying, yeah, that was why a John didn't Pike we do that? thing. Yeah, yeah, Pike and Michelle uh, Randall, when she was city council member, mm-hmm. Jimmy Hughes. Why is Jimmy in politics? Nobody knows. Um, and um, uh, Danielle might have been on at that time. I'm trying to think uh, whether Danielle, ugh, Danielle, liberal Danielle and liberal Jen, and liberal Greg were both on there, too. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's kind of strange. Um, but good that we can go see these two speakers tonight because they're going to be great. Dr. Douglas Frank, he'll be calling into the show, I think, today, too, cool. possibly, uh, to talk to us a little bit about election fraud. But it's so funny. CNN did a piece, and he, and they, it, the, the piece was so hysterical because it, it's just it's so comical. Here was the title. <laughs> the 2020 election wasn't stolen, period. That's CNN's headline. But Douglas Frank said it was. <laughs> wow. You know, when uh, Trump won, you know, everybody, oh, election fraud. He was not the legit. Do you remember that whole first year? Oh, yeah. He's not the legitimate president. Nope. He's not the legitimate president. Nope. Here's the real deal, though. We never have legitimate presidents. <laughs> um, and so we haven't for 120 years. So that's kind of the inside joke is that none of them are. But but the deal is, is that some can go rogue. And I do think Trump went rogue. I yeah. do think that's why instead of just making him a caricature or just trying to kind of say, oh, he's silly. They it's it's more than um, um, the uh, the attack. The constant attack is more than just. The counter opposition, okay? It's more than just being part of the controlled opposition. There's more to it than that. It's more fierce than that. So there was no reason to annihilate him, right? And but but these people surely did. And so he must have ticked a few people off during his time in office. Otherwise they wouldn't be so broadly going after him. But anyway. But what it really shows is how powerful mm-hmm. the rest of the government yeah. is. Right. Because they tried everything to get rid of Trump, mm-hmm. but they never could put it together. Yeah. And yet with Biden, we have every legal right to remove him from I office know, yeah. based on his cognitive issues. Yeah, right. And it can't be done. I know. Uh, not to mention <clears throat> all the stuff that's right there for the taking for um, the scandals that he's involved in, the lies, the deception. And, and over 45 year, years in office, I mean, it's... It's terrible. Yeah. But that's the least of the problem. Yeah. Most of the problem right. is that his cognitive ability abilities are so bad mm-hmm. that God help us if we really right. needed a president. Right, right. And here's the other thing, too. Um, you know, the majority of Americans are conservative, okay? And they didn't vote for Biden. So I don't care how stupid someone is out there. <laughs> you can't look at the majority of the country and say that the majority of the country voted for that cad when he couldn't even get 6% of his own party, right, in 2016 to get him into um, that election. He was that disliked. So they just pulled over the biggest lie thinking that they wanted to show us 
that they could do mm-hmm. anything and sell it. So it is kind of odd that they're still selling it. I, it's amazing to me. Um, anyway, I mean, you take the worst candidate you could have ever come up, the biggest joke of all. He was the biggest joke even when he was with Obama. Okay. Everybody just rolled their eyes, even his own party. So to say that he was the most popular president in history, they had to, I mean, you, you have to be, that's pretty, <laughs> wow, wow. Okay, so here's uh, the great Morgan Philpot talking about um, the governor and the money coming in for the COVID dollars and listen to what he has to say. This is a few minutes, uh, three minutes, here we go. 2020, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Um, what is this? And as I start to dig through the law, I actually got asked to file a lawsuit. I started to dig through it and I started looking at all the laws that were triggered. And guess how long ago they started putting these laws in Utah code? 20 to 30 years ago. 20 to 30 years ago started laying down the tracks. Started laying the foundation for COVID-19 20 to 30 years ago. Now, how in the world did that happen? Now, I then took three states and three states only. I didn't try to go any farther than this, Utah, Idaho, and Arizona. And I found out that all three of those states, all, brought outside CDC intelligence officers inside their states and put those people in charge of their COVID response. Now, we got Angela, we called her Angela Dumb for three years. We got Angela Dunn. She was moved in here. She was a CIA intelligence officer to run the state of Utah and tell everybody in Utah what to do. She's a young mother, and she was uh, going right up the CIA intelligence uh, ranks, but she was the, um, the officer that they brought in to run, basically, the CDC efforts in Utah and everybody listened to her and gave her all kinds of worshiping. We we called her Angela Dumb, but it's Angela Dunn. Here we go. CDC intelligence officers. That's interesting. The Arizona emergency director resigned in protest for violation of longstanding emergency protocol in Arizona because of it. So 2020, uh, not to mention, I mean... Oh, by the way, he said Arizona's resigned because of all the stuff going on with the emergency orders when these uh, CDC intelligence, I said CIA earlier, CDC intelligence officers took over. Um, Ours, we had for years, and all of a sudden he resigned and they brought in Angela Dunn and there was no explanation for it. So 2020, uh, not to mention, I mean... uh, I don't expect anybody to believe this, but I'm going to say it. You can go research it later. Utah. Um, okay, well, let, let me do this. I'll do it a different way. California and Florida. Listen. Took, in 2020 alone, I'm just talking 2020. California and Florida took respectively $22 billion and $47 billion in COVID relief money. That's a lot. Now, those are the two highest states. I'm lying. There was one state that took more. New York. Utah. Now, guess how much they took? $105 billion. Okay, so he said California and Florida, $22 billion and $45 billion. We did $105 billion. We recorded five of it on our books and laundered $100 
billion dollars through an industrial bank in Utah in the name of health savings account. And in October of 2021, they disappeared the entire $100 billion, and you can't even find it anymore. They don't even claim it. It's gone. It's not even on the website. It used to be on the website. You go right to the website go? and see Utah. 2020, $105 billion. Now, that's kind of crazy, right? And maybe it's innocent, but you don't do that kind of thing without some sort of public input, accountability, and transparency. Utah also, because of martial law, allowed our governor to enter into, without any legislative or uh, oversight of the people, a contract with the Rockefeller Foundation, who just so happens to write a lot of model laws, and they bought 500,000 rapid antigen tests from the Rockefeller Foundation under secret agreement. Now, how much do you think we paid the Rockefeller Foundation for all those model laws they've been writing for the last 100 years? Who knows? We don't get to see it because we went into martial law and the governor can pretty much do anything he wants. So I, I see all this and, and I've got a, a, an extensive enough background to, to kind of go, yeah, something's wrong. Wow. Yeah, something is definitely wrong. Oh, yeah. And like Chelsea Hope said on Friday, we just gave them, what was it, uh, $30 million, $40 million to, to to do stuff about the Great Salt Lake. That ran through the Rockefellers. We love the Rockefellers in Utah, apparently. It's disgraceful, but... Our mayors join the, except for, I guess, Leverkin, right? But the mayors join up with the uh, the cities, the League of Cities, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we, have, uh, we have so many people that think they might be doing this good job because of managing, but they're involved in organizations all throughout our state, taking money and combining the Rockefellers into this money and Fed money. And if we laundered $100 million, wow. Of COVID dollars. I guess they knew Utah Spencer Cox would do it for them because he licks Biden's boots any chance he gets. Mayors and city councils across the country do not care about the people in their city. Mm-mm. They are concerned with what the people above them want. Yeah, that That's is the all. truth. That is the truth. And it is. It's really a, a sad state of affairs. Um, and again, here is that clip about the mayors laws, if subtly laid, trigger other laws to create outcomes that are hidden from the average person. They let so for these example, come in to our state. an executive order like we did in the state of Utah, it triggers other things. It cites certain codes, and those codes get us to, from a state of emergency to, what did we go into? This is why all the cities said but the state you know told them what to do. legislators belong to organizations like the NCSL, National Council of uh, National Conference of State Legislatures, uh, ALEC, American Legislative Exchange Council. Anybody here live in a city, have a mayor? Do you know your mayors belong to two organizations, the League of Cities and Towns and a National Association of Mayors? Do you know who pays the dues for your politicians to belong to a political union? You do. Yep. Why do they belong? Why don't they just say no? There's cities that say no. Why do these mayors say yes? You should be asking Cress Staley. You should be asking Michelle Randall. You should be asking the mayor of Santa Clara and Ivins and all these surrounding cities in Cedar City. Are you a member of these two organizations? Why? 
Well, there's a reason, Dave. Eh? <laughs> yeah, they get is. great ideas on oh, how to screw yeah. us over. <laughs> yeah, you know, a friend of mine is a mayor up in um, a northern county, northern city, and um, they are constantly footing the bill for them to travel to D.C. Mm-hmm. They do that for the mayors here. They do that. Why? Why? If you're a mayor of a city, why in the world do you need to go and conference with all these other mayors in places where the feds get to say, this is what you're doing? That's right. Right. Um, We should be rebuking that. Why are we paying for the trips? Why are we allowing this? Has nothing to do with this city. Why can't this city run independently? No one's asking these questions. They don't go to share ideas. They go to get their marching orders. Yeah. And that way they can feel like, oh, you're a mayor and I'm a mayor and I haven't been mayor before and you haven't been either. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess now we know what to do. It's disgraceful. You should be asking all these mayors, are they a member of those two organizations, the National Mayors and the um, League of Cities? Because it'll tell you a lot about how they feel about you, the peon, because they really stress that. You're the peons. They're the only ones in the know. They tell you what to do. They're like your mommy and your daddy and they mommy you to death. And they need, you know, you have to, you have to treat people like babies. Okay. And that's why they did all the hand washing videos. So you don't, you don't know how to wash your hands, people. You just don't know how. They didn't show you anything different, but they did a lot of hand washing videos, didn't they? They want to treat you like imbeciles for a reason. I don't know if they get off on it, partly the power trip, but it's weird, right? Yeah, Um, very weird. Anyway, so, um... We'll mention this coming in um, to the next thing. But uh, so tonight, 630, be there, uh, electric theater tonight um, on Tabernacle. But Fox News put out an article. If you if you think Fox News is so great, Fox News is basically running a campaign for Michelle Obama. They're basically touting Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama for president 2024. Ooh, could she be the person? And a nice smiley picture. Not a demonization. Oh, no. Fox News is right there to give her a nice smiley photo and make it look really presentable. She looks really feminine in this particular picture, by the way, I have to say. There are pictures of her that look very masculine, but this particular one they picked, more feminine because of all the rumors. But um, I just... So don't think Fox News is different than CNN. They just do it in a different way. Yep. Be right back. Kate Daly Show.